it's uh, Mental Health Awareness Week, so I thought let's talk about that in a very VK way. the Untitled Nonsense Podcast, where I talk about topics nobody cares about or asks for, stress about imaginary problems, and get angry about stupid stuff. I'm still trying to bring it for both of our co-hosts, but, you know, what else is new? And I am still out to make you laugh or fill you with sympathy rage. Enjoy. Hi guys, happy, well, Thursday it would be, but it's now gone off on Friday, so happy Friday. Uh, yeah, it turns out some uh, human error on this one, instead of my tech not working. It was just me being a div, I didn't push uh, the microphone all the way in to the little USB thing that I used, and so there was not very good quality sound. Also, sorry if you can hear the fan in the background, it is super kind of hot where I am right now, like my room is very warm. So I have to have the fan on, even if it's just blowing my back, which is keeping me calm, okay? <laughs> now let's get into the episode. Uh, this week, the week uh, starting of the, now I have to check, 17th of, well maybe the 18th, I don't know, they start on Monday, so I'm assuming 18th of May to the 22nd of May is Mental Health Awareness Week, so that's what we're going to be talking about. First and foremost, I am not a medical professional. Or a therapist of any kind, but you already knew that, but I had to say it anyway. Y'all know, I only know the struggle and the stress, okay? You get it. Um, before we get into the whole episode, I wanted to just tell you if you are suffering with some mental health issues, which I guess in this current situation, a lot of people would be. There's lots of anxious, um, anxious? There's lots of anxiety around what's going on currently in our world um uh, but if you do want to talk to someone or you want to do a bit more research there are places that you can go for that one of them is mine just a mental health charity i'll leave a link in the show's description so you can just click on the link in the description and go straight there um, and the other one is the samaritans uh, they have always provided like someone to call or talk to in times of stress and in need so i'll leave the link for that in the description as well and i'm going to get in to the episode all right <clears throat> for me um you know i've talked a little bit about my mental health uh beforehand before now um and at the start of the year when i talked about changes and a lot of things were going on in my life it's quite a stressful time at the beginning of the year for me little did i know this would happen and honestly I mean, it takes the bloody cakes, doesn't it? Um, but my, my piddly-ass problems uh, at the beginning of the year um, were just very much to me. I was the only one that was really stressed about that situation, I feel like. And one day I'll tell you about it, but that day ain't today. Um, so anyway, excuse me. Excuse me again, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so at the beginning of the year, I, don't, I can't remember if I told you about this or not. Um, I would always do this thing. Oh yeah, I did tell you. I told you in changes. This is the first episode of this here new year. I don't know what I'm talking about now. I'm, I've lost it. Um, no, um, being thankful about stuff, like especially in January, I kind of get a little bit like sad and a bit down. <coughs> because you have so much like family time. <coughs> oh my God. And together time, excuse me. Um, and you know, you know, I've talked about it in changes. Go back and listen to that. Uh, so I always like to be thankful for something because it helps me connect with the day. Um, like, so, um, yeah, like, feeling thankful for stuff. I feel like an attitude 
of gratitude is like a way I've kept myself in the moment and it's helped me to find like a bit of peace in like moments of chaos you know like um, I'm so incredibly thankful for the continued health of all of my family members I know <coughs> some people aren't uh, fortunate to say that but I'm very very lucky uh, in that respect um, which is just super fantastic I'm very thankful that I still have a job because I know a lot of people like in, of recent times um, have lost their jobs so I'm very thankful about that um, you know it's just saying to keep your spirits up you know um, oh thankful and like just happy <laughs> that I'm able to not be as like I feel like I'm not that affected by this and I'll tell you for why so I um uh I'm home five days a week anyway so for me I'm like not as I wasn't as affected as like disrupted you know what I mean my schedule wasn't disrupted as much I just wasn't working at the weekend and that that's the difference I suppose that's the uh benefit of uh having a weekend job is that something like this doesn't I mean I don't know if that's a massive benefit but it benefited me um I'm also like really thankful for and I, I, this one it I was gonna say I know I say this a lot I haven't said this a lot my mum has said this a lot and I thought it was me everything is merging together guys not thankful for that um for my garden like so you know uh, I'm fortunate enough to live in a house which is wonderful because a lot of people don't live in house some people live in flats and like some people don't have balconies and if they do they don't have like great balconies and stuff um but yeah i'm incredibly thankful for having a garden and like we've got enough like space out there in the garden we've got seating and all that kind of stuff and i would just want to point out just a fun fact for you if you have a garden um and you don't have like a lot of furniture pallet furniture get yourself some pallets there pallets around there's less people on the streets less people to nab them go get yourself a pallet get yourself some paint from b&q that's now open paint that shit and sit down it is quite joyous um i might put up a picture of the garden of my garden situation on there but then i'm thinking maybe i'll give you garden envy or like just make you sad because you don't have a garden but yes i'm very thankful i'm thankful for the sunshine except for today <laughs> and the last and yesterday because uh, basically, so what happened was, on Tuesday I recorded the episode, and yesterday I went to listen to the episode, because I normally listen right before I post it, like just before I post it, before it goes live, and then I couldn't hear it, and I was stressed, because like yesterday it was so hot, it was like 28 degrees where I was, and the problem is, like I film in my bedroom, and that's normally fine, but when it's hot, like I have a west-facing bedroom, so you know sun rises in the east sets in the west and my bedroom faces west so for majority of the day once the sun comes over my house the sun is on my bedroom for about a good six hours i would say longer in the summer and it's just so hot so i couldn't record it yesterday so i'm now having to record it on thursday when i normally post it because of that happening to be fair it's my issue anyway because if i recorded it on monday i probably wouldn't listen to it till wednesday sometimes i listen earlier but if i'd have listened earlier if i'd recorded it earlier and listened earlier then i wouldn't know and i would have been able to record it but then i still really wouldn't have been able to record it because i would it's a whole situation i'm just saying record it a lot and so i'm gonna move on um i'm gonna think what like, i'm thankful for like modern technology in this situation like skype um and stuff like that and zoom zoom's been a good one that i've used i haven't used house party I've heard it's good, but then I've heard that people, like random people try and jump in your chat and I'm not about that life. So yeah, I'm thankful for that and being able to just like talk to my family, um, which has been 
really really nice i'm actually kind of thankful for social media as well like literally i think it was yesterday my cousin's girlfriend posted a picture of their beautiful baby girl and oh she's so cute guys she's so cute and so i'm super thankful for that because it's another way that we keep connected um even if we don't see each other a lot but we've always kind of like that but i feel like you just like appreciate it that little bit more um and just like things like that you know just taking that time to think about all the things like that connect you and and how you can be connected and and, and stuff like that uh, i'm really just thankful for that i'm also thankful for like little videos for my niece like a couple of weeks ago she sent me a video and she was like hi auntie v like how are you i hope you're well um because we, we'd been doing drawing i have not been doing a lot of drawing i'm gonna try it and get back on it this week but um we're doing like a Facebook page where you can do doodles. Like my sister-in-law's been p coming up with things to doodle like every single day through lockdown. And um, we were doing that and she was like, your doodles have been really great. And like, I love you and I miss you. And it was just so cute. And it was just so out of the blue. And I was just so very happy to receive something like that. And it just made me so thankful that we're in a position that we're safe and that we're healthy and that we can do that. So I've been very thankful and grateful for those kind of things. Um, I've been thinking a lot about my body recently, um, not so much, <laughs> like how it looks, like you know I'm a curvy bitch, but um, not so much about that, like I, don't, I really don't care, like it's, it's one of those things like sure, there's like maybe a portion of my body that I would like to look a little bit better, like I've got like a shelf just atop my bum, atop that's not a word, above my bum and it makes my ass look a little bit square, uh, but if you're into square booties, hit me up, um, <laughs> anyway. <coughs> excuse me so yeah there's that um but that's like stuff i can work on but i'm like i don't know i don't know about working out and shit like y'all really y'all know i don't know nothing so yeah i don't know how you get rid of that but um yeah that's probably like the only thing i'd maybe want to change i mean sure i'd like to have slimmer thighs but that's all on me i mean i gotta work out to have that happen but anyway <coughs> well, i've had like a little bit of issue with my knees over this quarantine period because normally I work Saturday and Sunday and sometimes in the week depending on like what shifts are available and whatnot um whatever what you know what I don't know what I'm talking about um like if there's any overtime available then I'll work in the week as well um but so I normally Saturday and Sunday and I'm walking a lot when I'm working and stuff like that and like the stretch of my knees has been pretty great but I have not been doing no nowhere near as much walking around um as i know i should but i'm just like Ugh, i've got other things to do i want to watch shows i want to do this i want to be lazy because this is the only time you can be lazy and it's okay to be lazy you know um when you get a free pass honey you take it okay <laughs> anyway but my knee oh my left knee is she's been acting up summit fifth and um i think i told you about how i'm fucked up my knee right anyway so my right knee is the one i messed up did I tell you that it was a classic footballer's injury? Uh, I think it's like ACL, I think I tore that. Classic footballer's injury apparently. That's what my doctor told me when I had my keyhole surgery. Um, anyway, yeah, so the left one has been acting up and this is the problem. The left one knows better than to act up because she has to support the right one because she is weak, okay? And this one want to act up and hurt me. Like the amount of times this week I've got up and I'm like, oh, my knee. It's been too many and I'm upset about it. Um, yeah, and I think, um, just thinking about my body in general, like, my chest has been a lot better. I've not had so much issue 
with my chest because a lot of the time it's I'm noticing obviously now not being at work for just over two months I think uh, almost two months not just over almost two months two months this sort of weekend um, yeah and I've noticed that like for me when I have a lot of because I have chest pain you already know I'm not telling you again you already know um, <laughs> but it, it clearly is just repetitive motion because I was definitely having a lot more chest pains when I was at work, the lifting things, the moving things, the putting things away, the constant, constant stretching and moving of my arm, like just repetitive action. Um, so I'm not having much of that, which is great. But then it's like, now I've been thinking about my body in, in that way. Um, like just, uh, that, I don't know what I'm saying <laughs> about stuff like that. Like, um, I'm trying to now think of how moving forward, I'm gonna be able to counteract my arm from hurting, my shoulder from hurting, my chest from hurting basically because I know now it's repetitive mo movement but if I didn't, uh, if this didn't happen like so it's kind of like a silver lining I guess if this didn't happen then I wouldn't know it's that necessarily that causes it I don't think that was the cause of it in the first place uh, I'm gonna be real honest I think it's because I had my muscles in my chest severed when I had my heart operation and I think that's why um, I have it now uh, I could be wrong but I don't, because I don't do anything overly strenuous, you know what I'm saying, like to my arm or like shoulder, like, you know, I don't work out crazy. I work out maybe a little bit and then I don't. Um, so it's not that, it's just repetitive, same action kind of thing. But um, yeah, also, I've only been thinking about my body, so I don't know if I told you this. Um, at the beginning of lockdown, I was like, oh great, an excuse to eat bread. And I just ate bread a lot. Turns out the gluten in bread upset my stomach because I was eating it more than I normally do like I only eat like normally like two days a week I don't know why I'm telling you this I'm just I feel like I have to because I've started talking about it now um yeah so I've been dealing with that so I haven't been eating a lot of bread which I think is good I think it's actually helping out the physique so maybe I stop eating bread um altogether no I've been trying to kind of uh bring it back into my diet but it was really not sitting well with my stomach also something happened with my face um, I got a rash on my face like this normally happens this happened to me one time before I had toothpaste and like it was like a whitening toothpaste like and before like I want to say like mid 2000s like whitening toothpaste did not exist in my life like it didn't exist at all and then uh, for the longest time it didn't exist in my life and when I used it for the first time it brought a rash up on my face but I took antihistamines for this rash that happened like a couple of months ago like a month or so ago and the antihistamines didn't work so it wasn't an allergic reaction um i just think it was some kind of irritation but i don't know what it was so that's fun but like in that happening it was again it's more thinking about what you're putting in your body like with my stomach being hurt so i have to be mindful of what i'm eating and then like taking care of my skincare like i don't i'm not on a routine y'all know me i don't do routines I can try, I can try really hard, I could do it for a week, um, yeah, but it's never happening, you know what I'm saying, like, I just can't stick to it, because one thing messes me up, and that's it, it all tumbles down, dominoes to the ground, you know, but, um, I want to say, but um, because I said, but, um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, so, been thinking about, like, my skincare, and, like, taking care of my skin and like my hair because at one point and I, I don't know if this is true and like hair might come as a conspiracy theory out of this episode 
Uh, I was using like I was having a lot of like um, dandruff, and I don't know why that was specifically. I don't know if it was because of some of the products I was using or whatnot, but it was quite bad, and my scalp was really itchy. So I was using um, Head and Shoulders, and I promise you, it made it worse. Like I don't know what. I always use the Melfal one because I like my head to feel like it's breathing because I'm weird like that. Um, I remember the first time I ever used it and that's what I felt like. I was like, my head feels like it's breathing, but then I feel like it's clean and it makes me feel better. But yeah, for some reason, I, I just think that made it worse. It made it irritated for some reason. And then I stopped using it and it got better. So my conspiracy theory is head and shoulders make you have a flaky scalp. Just kidding. I don't know. Maybe. There's probably one out there about it, but you know cause is it it's not cause and effect um i can't think anyway i'm gonna move on to actually what i was talking about <laughs> back back to what i was talking about so i've like been taking care of my hair a little bit i've been literally i've been teetering on the edge of wanting to just bleach my hair and dye it and go a crazy color and i haven't and i'm really proud of myself that is um strength <laughs> also distraction um yeah so that's been like kind of fun not kind of fun it's been kind of interesting i suppose i would say like just concentrating a little bit more on what i'm eating and when i'm eating and how much i'm eating and like what's going to irritate my stomach and what's not what's going to fuck up my face and what's not i still don't know jury's still out on that one i'm probably gonna have to get an intolerance test at some point um because i definitely think it was to do with that but i'll never know because remember I'm not a doctor <clears throat> i've been thinking a lot just been thinking a lot to be honest um about like what my new normal looks like and now like I'm thinking about like talking to you I don't know if this is necessarily about mental health awareness like some of it will be some of it won't be but you know what I'm like so yeah like I've been thinking about what my new normal looks like and that's been kind of like a stressful-ish situation because we've brought to like a light something that I already knew but like it just feels sad for some reason um like I don't want to be the same person when this is fully over like I do not want to be who like who I started this year as I don't want to be her um which makes me sad and it makes me sad because um like I'm sorry I gotta turn the page um like it makes me sad because I would say uh, uh <clears throat> when I was like in my early 20s like 21 or whatever um I can't believe the person I am now you know what I mean like like thinking of how I was at 21 like she you know what she she still she had her problems she had her fair share of problems um <laughs> just just in the lead up to sort of 26 had a lot of problems and it was hard it was hard for me like I'm not gonna lie it was it was difficult for me and it was a hard time for me mentally as well um but I really didn't think I needed to improve or like I could really improve and that is dumb I know but I didn't think that I could improve on what I had like I'm not gonna go I'm like I can't improve on perfection because that's not me but <laughs> at the same time <clears throat> it was like I just don't think I can get better than where I'm at wrong 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 um I'm like crazy kind of confident now like don't ask me how it happened because I couldn't tell you but I'm very confident in who I am and, and what I want as, as a person. And that feels crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that feels a bit nuts. But um, I just, you know, think, like, <sighs> going, like, back to 
being that age like i don't know who that person is anymore like it's not me i don't know who she is i, I ain't claiming her um she but you know what though she's strong as hell strong listen one thing i would say at that age i was strong at 21 like i was mentally strong i'd been through a lot in my life and and i was still going through stuff and well, the one thing i would say that i've kept from being 21 to now is my resilience my my willingness and ableness is that a word i don't think that is my ability there you go to kind of get through a situation that is fucking crap um yeah i, I don't know why i don't know what happened i don't know if it was at the beginning of the year when all that shit went on and i just went crazy kind of confident i was very i want to tell you this story so bad and i will at some point but i can't tell you it now so yeah and I just was like, no, I'm not having it. No, I just kind of grew in confidence. And I've grown in confidence even more now. Like, listen, I put a bit of makeup on. You can't tell me nothing. Nothing. I think that's where the line blurs from confident to cocky. Because I am sometimes, I'm just like, why are you being so cocky? Like, Jesus, calm down. But like, I'm kind of into this whole confidence. I don't know. She she out there. She, she doing things for me. I swear to God. Um, <laughs> like, um... I think that's like a big thing as well like in like mental health and stuff like confidence um can open so many like I want to say windows I'm gonna say it like can just open up the world around you if you're more confident um and I didn't really think that I just was like I'm quietly confident um which I don't think is a thing but maybe it is and so that's me it's like I am confident internally that's what quietly confident means i am confident internally and i know what i'm doing in a certain situation and i can crush that situation now i'm kind of like i'm out for out for out i can't speak i'm outwardly confident about things like i'm like i can do this i i can do this i know i can do this i'm gonna crush this i'm gonna be great at it and i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna win i don't know what i'm gonna win but i'm gonna win it <laughs> like i'm i'm quite verbally confident now about things and i'm just like i don't want to be nervous like nerves is like i want to say it's human nature everything's kind of human nature i suppose but like it's built in you to be nervous because like i think like musicians and stuff i, I can't remember where i saw it but they're like if you go on stage and you're not nervous then you don't want it enough or something like that i think it might have been like x factor or something i don't know um but it, yeah it's confidence is is just opened up a, my life a little bit more for me i'm not gonna lie um like i've never felt more grown in my life and i'm sure in about four years time when i'm like 30 oh it's more like three years time well when i'm in my 30s i'll feel even more confident than i do now or maybe i won't i don't know what's gonna go i can't i'm not clairvoyant unfortunately i'm not clairvoyant i think it's clairvoyant is it clairvoyant i'm saying clairvoyant like it's a, a person's name um anyway i can't see into the future but i thought i was quite like grown up at 21 like i was very responsible you know and um sensible and i felt grown up but now having that confidence i feel more grown than i've ever felt in my life which is balmy to me i guess um because it's, it's just it's like it's one thing like but people tell you though confidence is sexy you know like it it makes like it will turn one thing into something else you know what i mean like you could just be you're playing jane you have some confidence and then people are like whoa you know what I'm saying? i look at you a little bit differently because you're confident in who you are and i kind of like that um i don't know where this went i'm really sorry 
<laughs> I don't know where it's been. Um, but, you know, um, confidence, though, I believe. Like, well, I believe it a lot more, like, in myself, you know. Like, it w it's not easy. It's not easy to have that. Like, I can't just say, oh, yeah, I had confidence. Like, no, that's not how it works. You kind of have to go through it. It's kind of like when people say, like, trust is earned. You don't just have it. It's kind of a bit like that, you know. Um, but it's it's something that when, like, for me, I feel powerful. Like, I low-key feel powerful. Like, I know that sounds weird, but <laughs> I feel powerful. Like, and I, because I feel confident. Like, I, don't, I just feel confident in general. I don't know if I feel confident in such situations, but I feel more confident than I've ever felt you know and like and it wasn't always easy and I still struggle with things like I'm not gonna lie like the fact this is a new thing for me and I'm not like I I, I just know I am um I'm agoraphobic um and if you don't know what that is it is um having anxiety in like, like places like shopping centers you know what I did read it last time because I recorded last time I'm such an idiot um girl i'm losing it um i had it in my head there we go hold on um it's a type of anxiety disorder which you fear and avoid places and situations that might cause you to panic and feel trapped helpless or embarrassed uh yeah so i'm agoraphobic um like i always want to say like a tad agoraphobic because i can kind of still get things done but i'm always scared like i don't like going out on my own like ever i don't like being in the shops on my own um, and I think it more stems from, like, just living in a scummy area and having to deal with scummy people <clears throat> and having certain situations in my life happen. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely, like, that's why, you know, when I was talking about, like, exercise and I haven't done a lot, like, I don't like to go out into, like, because where I live, there's, like, a field, like, not, not not too far over. And, like, I could go there and, like, go for a walk and it's kind of nice in there. I just don't want to go on my own, um, which is... Which sometimes just stops me dead in my tracks from doing things that I want to do. Um, which sucks. And I think, like, like when I was saying at the beginning of this, like, sort of section, that I don't want to be the same person. Like, I don't want to be as scared. I don't, like, literally, like, I was saying, like, it's not hard. Hmm. <laughs> Expected how I can talk. Um, like, I don't want to be the same person when this is all said and done. Like, because I was scared all the time. And if I wanted to go out anywhere, I... I'm like, oh, I try to get with my like get together with my friends, and like the problem with that is that I feel like I've talked to you this before, and I've, I've definitely said it before. My issue is like I feel like if I like I was talking to my friends at the beginning of like lockdown and stuff like that, and just checking up on them, and then I feel like I don't want to keep badgering them. Like that's my thing, you know what I'm saying? Like that's my issues. So like if I'm like, oh hey, do you want to hang out? And they're like, oh I can't, oh, I'm busy. Like I don't want to keep pestering them, like. You know, I should take my own advice on it and listen to how, how to make friends. Because I have friends, I just don't know how to keep friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's one of those things. Like, it, that's something I also have a, a lot of anxiety about. I don't want to badger people because I don't want them to not be my friends. But then I'm like, but the friendship I, like, I have, I want to develop them more. Like, it's a whole situation. It's a catch-22, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, and, it, and I just, like, I, 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 there was... Uh, I don't know what's going on with me. I'm literally like, I don't know if I'm nervous. I'm just like confused. <laughs> Confusion. That's me. Um, no, um, I was watching this video once and, and she said, uh, it was, um, uh, Trixie Mattel. She's a drag queen. Cause she, no, um, you know, I'm obsessed with drag race, all things drag race. 
you know um i love it i love drag queens um anyway and she said something and it just it hit me i'm not gonna um say it because i didn't watch it and re- and i can't quote it so and it just reminded me she was talking about like like hitting her peak um, and then when she got and then when she um got to her photos she realized she missed her time to basically like blossom or something like that and that kind of hit me kind of hard because i feel like i'm i'm 26 and i'm nearly 27 and i fucked up my whole 20s like i have not lived a life that i don't want to say it was worth living because i feel like that's quite harsh um but i do feel like i let a lot of fear-based things like stop me from doing stuff and i'm just like i am done with that shit no more um (coughs) oh my god i'm so bad excuse me you know like um i was getting hyped okay you know but after lockdown you know i've like like in lockdown i've like just just really found myself um <laughs> wanting to bungee jump no, i'm just kidding um no i've just I've really found myself like having like i think and just like kind of bringing like little memories and other things to the surface like are you scared of heights though boo because it feels like to me you think you're scared of heights but i don't think you are well that's actually a lie i can't even get in my loft because i don't want to fall off the ladder um but that's what people say you're not scared of heights you're scared of falling um and i get that i just i genuinely cannot get in the loft um but that also could stem from the fact that the ladder we have has a max um amount of like weight it can go on there and i exceed the weight so i'm scared that the ladder is gonna break or i'm gonna hurt it like and i was gonna get that's the thing right this is so such a weird thing i'm gonna quickly um tell you this anecdote <clears throat> so my mom went in the loft the other day and i was like oh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go up enough to see into the loft and so i get up to the like i don't know third or fourth step i think it was the third step but i'm quite tall in it so i can see into it and my mom's like just go up one more step and you'll be able to actually fully see in here and i'm like I went, I literally put my foot on it, it made a creak sound, I thought, no, ma'am, no. Because I'm like, this is not the time to be going to the hospital, because you were a dick, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I feel about that. Um, yeah, but I probably would have gotten there, if, the, if we had a better ladder, and I was, and I felt more secure, then I would probably get into the loft, I wouldn't really be that bothered about it, but I am, I'm more worried about falling, to be honest, it's the same reason I can't get up the ladder at work when I'm trying to get something. I will get me a long arm and try and get the thing off, but I am not getting up a ladder, okay? Just not doing it. Um, especially because I'm always on my own when I go into the stockroom or whatever, and then I have to go up the ladder on my own and I'm not doing it. I'm not trying to fall off and have a workplace accident. No, no ma'am. <laughs> Look at me, saving people money. Okay, I need to go and clear my throat or something because nah, this ain't working, sis. It's not working. <laughs> Okay, where was I? Um, heights. <clears throat> I cleared my throat and I am still clearing my throat. I don't know what's going on. <clears throat> Probably have to put a warning in that now. Um, yeah, heights. Like, I'm scared of heights. I think, I, I guess, like a lot of people say, scared of falling. Cause, so when I was younger, like I've told you about this, I couldn't, I wasn't allowed to touch a plasma ball. So you better believe I wasn't allowed to go on like roller coasters or rides that would make my heart go too fast um yeah not allowed to do that so um uh where am i like and i just remember back to um like i was and i think 
I wish I could speak. Um, no, so I remember thinking like, because you weren't allowed to go on, I weren't allowed to go on a roller coaster because I had a heart problem. Doing it in quotations, you can't see it, but I have to tell you. Um, yeah, um, I weren't allowed to go on things like that because there was just like, oh, you know, you have a heart problem. I don't have a heart problem. My heart problem is fixed. I had a hole in my heart. Don't have a hole in my heart no more. Okay. <clears throat> um, so I think when I would go to like places like uh, amusement parks and stuff like that, I would just be like, I'm scared of heights. I can't get on because it was better than saying like, I have a heart problem when I don't, ha- when I didn't feel at the time and I still don't at ne- right now feel like I have a heart problem. I had a hole in my heart. It got fixed. It is fixed. I don't think at some point it's got unfixed and I've been to the hospital, like, I won't say recently, like about five years ago and they didn't say my, there was a problem with my chest, okay, so there was a problem with my heart, okay, so I'm fine. Um, <clears throat> um, so I want to talk to you really quick about something. Uh, when, I remember when I was younger, I was about 11 or 10 or 11, mm, yeah, probably 11, and I went on this school trip. It was like an end of year school trip um, to South End with my school. Uh, I was going to say with my school, which was great, but like I couldn't go on anything. Um, I remember this. I, I, you know, I'll tell you more about that in another episode. But um, I remember one ride that I did go on. It was like a Ferris wheel. And I was like, but I'm scared of heights. And I get in there and I'm with my best friend and I'm with our chaperone um, teacher. I think her name was, you know, I'm not going to say her name. Um, yeah, she was she was a cool teacher. I think she was in, she ended up being my sister's like year two teacher, I think, or something like that, or year four teacher. I don't know. Anyway, so we get on this first rule and we get to the top and I'm looking out and I'm just like, oh wow, this is so amazing. Like, was I scared? No, I wasn't. Um, cut to about I want to say ten years later. Yeah, about ten years or so later, maybe maybe a little bit longer. Um, and I went on the uh, London Eye, which is quite cool, by the way. Um, it is quite magical. Was I scared? No, I wasn't. So then I'm sitting there thinking, I ain't scared of rides. I still am scared of heights. I still think I stand by that a little bit. Because um, I can't get on a ladder, you know? Uh, oh, actually, I was closer this time, like I said, to getting on a ladder, to going up higher up on a ladder than I have been before in my life. So I think that's a clear sign. Anyway. Um, yeah, and I loved it. I loved going on the Arm Line. I would definitely go on it again because it, it's just like seeing the city. You know what, though? It reminds me of, um, I think it was in Travel Man, when he was like, yeah, you could go up the Eiffel Tower for this much, or you could go to this other place. I can't remember where it was in France. Um, but he says, why would you go on the London, um, the London, why would you go on to the Eiffel Tower? Because it has, a, yeah, it has a great views, but it doesn't have a view of the Eiffel Tower. And he went somewhere else that had a view of the Eiffel Tower. Um, and it, rem- it just reminded me, I was like, yeah, it's great. You get lots of views of London, but you don't get views of the Eiffel, ta- the Eiffel Tower. Jesus. You don't get views of the London Eye because you're on the London Eye. But it is quite nice. It's still nice to see, like, the ta- like the town, like, the city. And it's just really nice. It's actually generally lovely. If you haven't been on there, I would consider going on there. Um, yeah, and I remember one time, like, um, it was my niece's birthday. And we went to the London Dungeon. And... Right at the end, because I think my sister's been a couple of times. I've only ever been... Uh, that's the first time I ever went to London Dungeons that I remember. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, I hated it. I hated the whole of London Dungeons. It stank. Something spat on us. Um, this woman... The woman in the bloody um, Sweeney Todd thing started a fight with my sister. Well, she didn't start a fight. She's just, just like, You looking at my man? Like the woman in character. <clears throat> she started on my sister. Um... 
yeah, I, I hated the whole of the day. And then we get to the sky drop thing, right? Um, and my niece is like, I don't want to go on it. I'm scared. And my sister was like, listen, we paid all this money. We're right near the end. You're going on it. And I was fully thinking like, I don't really want to go on it either. Um, but if my niece is going on it, I got to go on it. So I get on there, we sit down and best, best thing ever. I actually enjoyed it so much. It was kind of like, I wouldn't say it's like, probably like one of the like rides that's kind of got like a bit of fear factor, I guess, in it. But I had so much fun. I enjoyed it so much. I remember like everyone was screaming. It wasn't just me. I just had so much fun though. I really, really loved it. And I was really surprised that I liked it as much as I did, you know. Um, so, you know, I'm thinking, you know, there's like things that I want to do. Like um, recently, like I think it was like last year or the year before, my sister-in-law was like, oh, they've got a balloon festival going on like near us. Um, where they set off the balloons in the morning and you can watch like hot air balloons, not just random balloons, hot air balloons. Um, and they're like, oh yeah, you can go up in a hot air balloon. Sometimes you could just go up into the air and then come straight back down. Or you can like kind of, you know, go on an actual like balloon. I don't know, is it a trip? What is it? Like you can go on a balloon flight? I, I don't know. I don't know these terms and terminologies. Um, and I was thinking, I really want to do that. I really want to just go up in the air in a hot air balloon and just to say I've done it. I really want to. And now more than ever, I'm just like, I want to do that. Once this is over and once we can, I'm going up in a hot air balloon. That's what's happening. Um... But I remember um, something that I really wanted to revisit. Um, I've always... Um, oh my god, my brain is mush today. I am so sorry. The connectors are just not working. Um, <clears throat> that's not funny. That's not a joke about I'm quite actually upset that I was stupid enough not to make that connection properly. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so uh, a couple of years... A good couple of years ago now... My niece was watching like a program on TV and they were talking, they were like filming around Kew Gardens and my niece was like, I really want to go there. So my sister-in-law was like, okay, well ask your aunties and your nan if you, they want to come with us. So when they come, uh, I think it was in the summer, they were like, oh, you know, um, my niece wants to go, you know, she wants to go Kew Gardens. And we were like, yeah, we'd love that. And so we went to Kew Gardens and it was great. And it's really nice. A lot of walking though, I will just say that. But I'm thinking like, I haven't been since then and I'd love to go again. I really want to do Kew at Christmas because it looks really cute. Anyway, by the by. So we went there and like you go all the way to the end. There's like a little calf and a play area and all that stuff. And then there's like a treetop walk. Um, and I decided that I was going to be too scared to go on the treetop walk. And that uh, I would just sit this one out. And I'm like, why? And the, the, ironic, the ironic thing about this now is that my niece is definitely afraid of heights. So she would not go up and do it now because um, she don't like heights. But I'm like, you went as a kid and I really want to go now. So uh, I don't know if my nephew would come with me. He's not the best with heights either. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. Maybe my sister-in-law will come with me. Um, but yeah, um, and I, I really miss doing that. And I'm like, I'm really I'm kicking myself now because my niece won't do it again because she's scared of heights. But I really want to go and I'm supposedly scared of heights. So we'll see if that happens or not. I'll keep you posted. Um, <clears throat> and, and something I'm so down to do now is roller coasters. <clears throat> Y'all know I love me the, the log ride at any park that has a log ride. I'm down to do one of them. And I guess that's kind of, it's not like a roller coaster, but, it, you know, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. But I really want to do a roller coaster. A couple. I don't know. 
I don't want to do anything that goes upside down because I get really bad sickness. Like, so you know them like swings and they kind of spin around? Yeah, I can't be doing none of that. Just even looking at that makes me feel a bit sick. Um, so nothing that goes upside down because I will throw up and I'm not, that will ruin my whole day. So yeah, just a normal bog standard roller coaster, please. Um, one admission. Uh, yeah, no, I'm totally down to do it. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, when this is all over, I know what I'm doing. Gonna live my best life, you know, um, which is fun. Um, I want to move on a little bit and talk about uh, what helps me in times of stress um, on my mental health. <clears throat> well, TV is a big distraction. It's something I use. It depends on what type of stress it is. If I'm just, just physically stressed out because there's a situation going on, like, I wouldn't say so much now, but like a, a situation in my personal like life if that makes sense like at the beginning of the year i told you a little bit about it well not really but i had something going on with my workplace and that was super freaking stressful but it was only stressful to me if that makes sense like it doesn't affect like my whole family it just affected me uh, a lot of the time was um watching uh re-watching all of drag race that really helped me to be honest um <laughs> brooklyn 99 you know all like my favorite things on netflix and youtube and now tv and all that stuff um watching a lot of stuff like that helps me out a lot um podcast recording podcast listening to podcast love both of those things um my audio books when i actually do listen to them they help me uh, a lot because i normally listen to my audio books and do like drawing or um i'll do um coloring or something just because my mind is pretty much blank when I'm doing drawing or things like that, so it's the best time to give me information. Uh, it clears my mind right out. And another thing, I know you know I've talked about it, writing poetry is a good thing, something I really like. Um, and just writing in general <coughs> is a wonderful uh, way to just kind of get out how you feel. Um, I don't know if I've I think I've read this somewhere. Um, I don't know. I've got a couple of books that like helped me one of the books um which you know what i think is kind of appropriate let me i, I want to make sure i get this girl's name right or this woman's name right excuse me oh 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 i'm gonna ruin my whole life um it's called paul's by uh daniel Marchant. merchant it's a really good book it's all about like finding that moment to just readjust like with your life it's really fantastic and i think it was in this book it said like she gives you like in the book it's like oh journal prompts or like something to just kind of write about and it's like um write whatever whatever comes to your mind just write it it doesn't matter what it is just write it down and you know if you've listened to this podcast before i've told you this before my mom is a big advocate of writing things down she's always said to me all of my life if you write it down then it's on your paper on the paper and not in your head and i truly believe that because i said to my friend the other day they messaged me and was like oh when you said pour one out for Woolworths that was really funny and I was like I honestly don't even remember what episode that was um and they was like oh it's gluttony and greed and I was like oh yeah see I thought it was but I didn't know 100% because when I record these like I've already written it down then I record it and honest to god it's gone straight out of my head as soon as it comes out of my mouth it's gone that's why half the time I'm like I can't even remember what I just said because that's normally what happens so there, there's proof for you right there um <clears throat> and um uh, other things like i like doing art a lot like drawing or painting um 
which I just really like. A little bit of embroidery. Felting's pretty good. Felting's good for when you're stressed because there's a lot of stabbing with sharp things. Stab, 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 stab. It really does make you feel better. Oh, I also recommend doing any kind of DIY. A little bit of a demo. Banging a nail into something. Recommend that. It, it gets at the aggression you can't really get out because you know you know better than to fight somebody but it just gets that little bit of aggression and you can like i hate you you stupid bitch when you're hammering something honestly great do a diy project that is my recommendation um i like a lot of reading although i i think sometimes i'm a bit out of focus like i can't focus on something specific specifically enough I can't focus on it um, enough to finish something. So I'm still reading that same book I've been reading since early February. But I'm going to finish it. And when I do, I'm going to tell you that I've done it. Um, but yeah, um, things like that. Or like, something I, I like. Like, re-watching films. Re-watching like some of my favourite films. Sister Act is a good one. I am always and forever singing a song from Sister Act. That's just a fact. Also learned two of the songs on keyboard. Maybe I'll play them for you one day. I'm not super confident with them, but I'm gonna pretend that I am. Um, <coughs> my voice is all over the place. I can't speak. <coughs> I've had to clear my throat like 800 times. <coughs> I don't have a sickness. I just um, am allergic to something. I don't know. I think it's to do with hay fever. <coughs> Got really bad nasal drip. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else I missed? Embroidery. Oh, crochet. Crochet is another thing that I do. And I normally listen to um, an audio book when I'm doing something like that. Because I, it's just, it's not mindless, but you're just doing the same sort of repetitive motion. So you can listen to something. Unless you're doing, unless I'm doing something that I haven't normally done, <coughs> then I won't listen to an audio book. I'll be watching something or like reading something. So it's a little bit different. But yeah, crochet. I think that's it. I think that I've covered all my bases on all the things that I kind of do. To kind of make me feel better yeah and sometimes like um i feel like i've told you this before like i don't like i might just record myself talking i might not necessarily record a podcast episode but i might just be like you know what hey girl we've been we've been stressing about this lately and um you know that's okay but we're gonna fix it we're gonna figure it out like i just kind of have a conversation with myself um kind of like i do now but i'm sharing this with the world so it doesn't seem as weird um <laughs> i keep saying weird a lot i'm sorry Last week it was um, everything. This week it's weird. Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, just m mostly those kind of things that just kind of keep me busy. Um, going in the garden a lot when it's nice is kind of a good thing. I've done it before when I was just in a bad mood. I was just not feeling it today. I was just over it, whatever. I was just not gr feeling great. I was, feeling not, I was having a bad mental health day, if you will and i just went outside it was like minus two degrees just sitting on the fucking concrete floor with me booking and just writing and just being it just existing in that little well just just like you know what we're not gonna feel the cold because we're gonna just focus on writing or whatever we're doing i might have been coloring actually because i remember the, the paper was so cold um and i was like okay i think it's time to go in i was sat down there for like half an hour but just being outside actually made me feel better so there's that i talked about it a little bit earlier about being thankful for the garden so okay now this bit kind of will be random but just let me get there thank you <laughs> i don't know what that was um 
So back in 2007, something really kind of, I don't want to say crazy, but something happened that everybody still talks about. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you must live under a rock, or you don't get the reference, which is, <coughs> or you don't know. I don't know what's happened to my brain. Um, I have truly, uh, it's just turned into mush. Okay, so, one, Britney Jean Spears cut off all her hair in 2007. That's what I was going for. Um, and I want to just remind you that in my episode, Poetry Princess, or Your Poetry Princess, I said about, you know, you only get a glimpse into people's lives. And I remember this so specifically, because I was probably, what, 13, 13, 14? when she did that and everyone was like oh my god she's gone crazy and i and i think probably at the age i would have thought yeah she has gone crazy like who cuts their hair off like she got she went into a salon cut she buzzed her hair she was like boom 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 come out i think she still had like those pictures of her where she still had like some of her hair like still on her head but she had like shaved most of the middle part like and everyone was like she has lost it she is gone crazy now the reason i bring this up is because you see you will see it you will see it on your facebook you see it on your instagram people going like p- taking a picture of britney with her hair completely buzzed and we like say oh i'm really feeling like 2007 britney now um like obviously that's a way to say like you don't feel you feel overwhelmed and stuff like obviously nobody knows what's going on in her life clearly she's overwhelmed you know she's just stressed all that stuff a lot of things are going on in her life and <clears throat> I bring it, I wanted to bring it up to show you how much since 2007 things have changed like using the word crazy is such a negative sort of thing in, in regards to this specific topic that we're talking about today because like I said in 2007 everyone was like she's gone crazy like and same thing with Amanda Bynes like she went crazy that's what people will say she went crazy you know and no she she was just having really bad really shit fucking time with her mental health and everyone was calling her crazy like and it's so apparent now when you think about it when we're in like 2020 and we're we're actually thinking and caring about people's mental health you know when all that was happening people were just like she's nuts you know what i'm saying um and i feel like with that because people were saying people were crazy or they've gone nuts and all this kind of stuff and it just put you know on there that so all that time ago when people were going through similar situations or they were just stressed beyond belief and they couldn't cope and they were overwhelmed with stuff you know that these people felt ashamed you know or that they felt crazy you know um when they to say they had a mental health issue or a a mental health problem or just just something in their life that was upsetting them that was making you know that was just i can't even really describe it but like something in your life that was taking you to the point on like your mental health was being affected you didn't feel like you could say it and you felt like you were ashamed and you felt like you were crazy because people were saying that about people you know what i'm saying um and i know full well i was one of them um i feel like i've told you this but like when i was 15 i was diagnosed with depression um and i went to therapy which at the time i'm telling you right now if like my mom didn't push me i probably wouldn't have gone because i felt like therapy made you crazy you know what i'm saying like um it was fine and dandy to have depression like not really but what I'm, I'm getting to my point i'm saying like 15 year old i was like i had depression i knew i had depression you know i was told i had depression i knew i had depression i knew 
what I felt like. But I was like, but going to therapy makes you a crazy person. And that's a fact. That's how I felt. And that's not true, by the way. Um, and I knew that. Like, But I really, when, when going to um, <coughs> therapy, like I realised it didn't make you a crazy person. It just made you a person. Um, <coughs> and I can bet you now um, there are people that think therapy is for crazy people and I'm gonna tell you this for free it is not um, you know it has never been more helpful you know to the hundreds and thousands of people who received you know therapy and have gone to therapy and like I don't know many people um, that have gone to therapy and that would say that didn't help them you know um, <clears throat> I think like this is like one of the millions of ways I like to think about it, you know. Um, it's the same thing with your body, you know. You need to think about your body like your physical body. Um, sometimes it requires you to do things in order to make it work more effectively, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you need to stretch your body or sometimes you need to work out, you know. And like I said earlier, I don't know shit about working out, but... <laughs> You know, sometimes you need you need to do stretches in order to make your back feel better, or your knees feel better, or your arm, you know, whatever it is. You just need to do some stretches, maybe a bit of yoga, to just make yourself feel better, like your body feel better. And I know for me, like, when I'm working out, I notice, like, my stamina is much better. So I n normally work out for that reason, and also because it helps my knees, and now my chest, <laughs> it helps them to be stronger um, and work better. But things like um, eating, like I talked about earlier, like um, things like cutting out certain things like gluten, you know, or dairy in order, you know, to make um, your intolerant body feel better, you know, and for you to not feel so shit all the time, you know. Um, yeah, so what I'm getting at is um in a way that only i can because you know what i'm like um is that sometimes our bodies requ require you know, you know us to spend some time you know to improve them and to make choices to help you know ourselves you know like what what people say is like a lot of people don't take the time to care for themselves you know what i mean like self-care is important and i think you know a lot of people are like you need to stop putting because a lot of people think self-care is selfish right it's not Sometimes you just need to take the minute, you know, that day, you know, that week to just take care of you and get yourself right, you know, get your mind right and your body will follow, that's what they say, right? Um, and I think, and that's something um, that is up to you, like, when it comes to your mental health, only you can decide in certain cases, obviously, if you're like, because they say, like, if you're a danger to yourself or to others, then other people will intervene. But in a situation where it's down to you, it's how you feel, it's, you know, something that's upsetting you or triggering you or just making you unhappy, it's you and only you can decide what is necessary, like, action for you to take, if that makes sense. Um, like I said, not a therapist, not a medical professional. Um, um, I feel like... For me, like, I'm kind of opening up more to the idea of trusting people. Um, there are fair, there's probably on a handful of people that I talk to that I trust when things are bothering me. But like I said, you know what I'm like with my friends and that. 
I don't want to feel like I'm bothering them and I don't want to feel like I'm contacting them just to talk about me. Um, and I realised that like quite recently, like um, the few people I would talk to at work, I'm just like, every time I talk to them, it's just I'm bombarding them with me. And I'm like, I don't know how these people can stay friends with me. All I talk about is myself and my problems. I don't even know about their lives. I think that's just um, plain old anxiety coming up. But uh, yeah, you know, so I, I try not to burden people with that. And that's kind of my issue. But what I was going to say is if you have somebody that you can trust and that, you know, loves you and whatnot, um, talk to them. Talk to them if you can, you know. Tell them about how you feel. Because I promise you um, that when you do, you'll feel better. But there's something I really wanted to talk about. That um, um, Where am I? Sorry. Because I'm, I'm reading this from a book. Normally I read it from my uh, laptop. But I couldn't be asked to type it up. So here we are. Um, that's laziness for you guys. Laziness. Um, this one's going to be a bloody long one. I might even have to do a part two to this. Um, or maybe I'll just leave it as this. I'm nearly near the end, I'm sure. Oh, sorry, guys. Let me just pause it because I've got to do... I'm cleaning my ears. They really deserve it. Guys, I promise you, you won't believe it. I just felt like I could breathe fire. I just made a noise that, like dragons making shows. Um, yeah, it wasn't pretty. Glad you couldn't hear it. Anyway, um, what I was saying is like, if you tell someone about how you're feeling or how you're feeling and stuff like especially like nowadays more people are likely to have felt how you felt how you feel sorry um and like even if you feel silly like i still urge you to do it like even if you don't like you know when people say this is just the tip of the iceberg even if you just say one thing that's making you feel scared or anxious or depressed just the one thing even if it's small that might help you to open up more um and this is the thing that i'm sure a lot of us have heard um <clears throat> and that is like suck it up or um move on or get over it in our lives like i know i've held on to things from the past but sometimes you think you've put it behind you and it isn't behind you i was a fan i told you this before I've just sweeped that shit under the rug until it becomes a pile that I now have to deal with. I was a big fan of that as a kid, uh, growing up, like, young, in my, in my early 20s, like, late teens, early 20s, I did that a lot. And, like, running from your problems, trust me, I'm, I'm only mentally fast in the brain, okay? I'm not physically fast. And that shit catches up with you. So, when people tell you that, like, it's not great, like, oh, just get over it. Or, like, how, how do you still feel the same about that? It's not that, it's just... It's how I feel, you know? Like, I'm not gonna... I can't justify how I feel. It's just how I feel, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't... Like, um... I was gonna say depreciate. Don't, like, undermine how I feel, you know what I mean? Like, um... I think I... I, um, I'm all over the place again. Uh, I I feel like everybody's been told something like that, you know, get over it or move on from it or, you know, suck it up. Like, everybody goes through shit. Um, And I wanted to give you a really random example, but you know what I'm like. Um, If you think of, like, super young kids, like little kids, two to three-year-olds, you know, like, emotion, uh, like, um, some emotional reactions, like, are sometimes funny for adults. Like, I see this all the time, like, I'm a bad parent because... You know, I said we have to put our shoes on and they started crying. 
or I'm a bad parent because I wouldn't let them eat out of the bin and they started crying. Like it's their first response. Like when something happens that makes them emotional because at that age they don't really know how to go about their emotions. They start seeing more emotions as they grow up like and they start being able to kind of harness that and understand that a little bit more but they cry because it's their first response it's everybody's first response you cry as a baby to get fed to get changed to be loved those are like the three things you know that you want to get from your parent or caregiver um and that's you cry because that's what you need you know and I think from like because kids kids I can guarantee you I've heard a kid I've, I've had this like I've heard this you know people say to their kids stop crying why are you crying you know and it's and I will tell you this like it's said sometimes like when you're frustrated or whatever or like you're crying because you're sad like some people just brush it away like stop freaking crying I've had enough like all you do is cry like and here's my example for that I know we're going I'm gonna get back to it um, have you ever seen the film Bedazzled? If you haven't, watch it. It's a good film. It's got Brenda Fraser in it um, and Liz Hurley. And she's the devil. Liz Hurley's the devil. And Brenda Fraser signs a contract because he wants to go out with this girl. And he says, oh, I want to be more um, sensitive. And all he does is he's a sunset. He starts crying. He's like, it's a sunset. Oh, there's a dolphin. And he's crying. And she's like, I ain't into that. Like, And I feel like some people, like if, if you have like kids or like kids that are maybe like, I want to say sensitive, but not in a bad way, but, like, are emotional. But kids are. All kids are. You know, teenagers are. Humans are. Whatever. But they're just like, I am sick and tired. You've cried, like, four times over nothing this week. They kind of just sweep it on as one of those things that you're crying about nothing. Um, but I want to say that I think... Um, where am I? Like, um, saying to someone, like, don't cry or stop crying is like the biggest contributing factor to um mental health issues like i'm not saying it's like the biggest thing whatever but i think just that part alone contributes to a lot of um things um issues you know what i'm saying like because you're hiding you're suppressing like how you feel you know and you shouldn't have to like trust and believe i know this um you know, when I was younger, um, I was so like my my dad more so than anything. And I'm not going after my dad, no shade or whatever. When I was younger, like if someone was picking on me, don't cry in front of them. And that's just how I lived my life. If somebody upset me, don't cry in front of them. So now what I'm doing is I'm holding that in to the point where I get home and all I do is cry. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I've since learned as an adult, like I don't give a shit about crying in front of people. Like I still don't do it. Um, I still, like, if I'm upset about it, I still just come upstairs and cry, like, and that's fine, <laughs> but, um, if I'm upset about something, or I'm stressed about something, and if I'm hormonal, shh, I'm gonna cry, I'm gonna cry, and I don't care, I'm crying, I don't even know why, um, but, yeah, I've since learned that that's okay, like, if someone annoys me, I'm just like, I'm gonna snap back at them, and I ain't gonna think twice, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, I'm trying to, where am I going with this, yeah, no, um, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's, that one's hard to kind of get out from when you're a kid because that's how I saw it. If someone upsets me, don't cry in front of them because that, because then they will think you're weak. It's like predator and prey. Like, don't do this because you'll seem like prey to a predator. You know what I'm saying? So don't cry in front of someone because, like, vultures, they'll just jump on you. Um, and I took that 
very close to <coughs> to the heart, you know. <coughs> and I did, you know, just anyone that upset me, you know, don't cry in front of them. And then it would just bubble up and it would just make me more sad. Um, <coughs> I talk about crying specifically. And I think you can't talk about crying and telling someone not to cry more. Um, more? No. You can't talk about crying without talking about men's mental health. Um, and I think it's a big, big thing. And I've, you've seen a lot like um, of ads and stuff like that. Um, probably through, I don't know what the charity is called. I don't know if it's just mine or if it was something else. Um, but men's mental health is something that needs to be talked about a hell of a lot more. Um, and like, it's, like I said, it stems from that. Like boys aren't allowed to cry. You have to man up, grow a pair. You know what I'm saying? Like things people say like that you know, to people, like, you can't cry, you can't be sensitive, because you're a man, like, obviously, I'm speaking not, like, as myself, like, you know what I'm saying, I'm saying, like, people, things that people say, you know, um, and it's a big thing, it's just a big thing, like, um, I'm sure I heard, like, a lot of men, like, will kill themselves because they feel like they can't talk about how they feel and stuff like that, or because they're stressed, or they're in whatever situation that they're in, and they are, it's, I think the higher number of men kill themselves than women um, because they just can't express themselves because it's how they've always grown up. Does that make sense? Um, so I wanted to quickly talk about some people that I've known, known, that I've um, known of that are doing some good work. First is the Prince, the Prince of, he's not the Prince of Wales, is he? The Prince of Cambridge? I don't know whether he's the Prince of, I, you know, I'm like, I don't know shit. Um, Prince William has a, he's had a campaign out and he's got a show, I think, on BBC, I think that is end of this week, next next week, I think it is, which is football, the Prince, um, and our, our mental health. So he's talking about, like, especially with footballers and, th and play people like that, about, because they're quite, ooh, be a man kind of thing. And so he's talking about the taboo subject of, like, talking about your mental health which I think is really fantastic, especially because, um, this is something so funny, and I, I need to tell you about it, so when I was in secondary school, I remember this kid in my class, his name was Jack, and you know what, Jack's probably the safest name you can say anywhere, because everybody knows a Jack, um, and he asked, this guy was talking about, like, the royals, and, like, royal families, like, I think it was, like, in the 1800s, or whatever it was, and he was saying, did that, any of them have, like, disabilities or anything like that? And the guy was like, I don't know. There's never any record. There hasn't... He didn't know it because he hasn't seen any record of it. And so I think, like, about Prince William now, like, having um, mental health issues and raising awareness for that, coming from the family that he comes from, is so, like, important. You know what I mean? Like, because they don't talk about that kind of stuff. They don't talk about, like, because that's kind of seeing like especially in specific times as that's a weakness that's a default you know what i'm saying like that having like mental like i said earlier having mental health issues makes you crazy makes you not sane makes you not a, like you know what i mean not i was gonna say not a person but maybe i don't know depending on what kind of time you lived in but it's the same kind of thing you know um so i'm like like i i like that i like seeing that because it's quite like some people don't like the rules but i think that's a good thing that he's doing you know um the other one is professor green he has been very very open about mental health um, of recent times he's talked about it a lot he has a documentary which is on bbc iplayer called uh suicide and me it's a good one um it's quite sad to watch um but it's a good one and so if you've got some spare time lying around you could watch that 
Um, yeah, but he's very open about it, and, and I really like that. And y'all know I have a soft spot for Professor Green forever and always. Um, and the last person I wanted to talk about was to- was is is Tommy Mallet from um, Towie. You may know him from. I don't know where else he's been, but that's where I know him from. Is Tommy Mallet. Um, and I think it was like last year he started a campaign called Boy- Boys Bear All, and it was it stemmed from him having um, like struggling with his work life balance and like he was spending a lot of time doing uh, his work life like in his work life and not spending so much of his home life and he was like really overwhelmed really stressed and he was saying that um like he's really thankful for his girlfriend who he talked about it with and like his friends like his male friends and how like open like how welcoming and how supportive they were and so he started boys battle which was like people like people men being like nude with like a little bit of cardboard or whatever over them saying like what makes them sad kind of thing which i thought was really cool and really nice and, and i just really liked it personally because especially the type of boy like i would say like an essex boy i put air quotations you know i have to tell you um because they're supposed to you have to be hard or whatever growing up and stuff so i just wanted to mention those three things now before i end i said i was going to do it or i didn't say i was going to do it i don't know i've recorded this episode before um so i'm going to end off saying again i'm going to be leaving um in the description of this show the show's description um links to mind uh, the mental health charity and the samaritans so if you need any help or you just want to have a look what's up out there for you i will leave them in the description i will talk to you in what i've done this week or what i've been up to this week and i will talk to you over there i've already said that bye <laughs> see you over there <laughs> i never know how to end these hey guys so what happened to me this week i say what happened first and foremost happy birthday to my cousin who is 30 happy birthday cuz i can't believe you're 30 that kind of feels really weird now it feels like we're all proper grown-ups um yes and also happy birthday to my grandfather my granddad who would have been um 98 had he still been earthside so happy birthday to you um i've been doing painting this week like not my paint by numbers because you know i'm the worst but i've been doing painting not on canvas guys on cloth thanks to um a woman i saw do it on uh instagram and she goes by the handle so called love if you want to go and follow her or you just want to go and have a look at what she kind of does um which is really great i also did like a look because she does like um watercolors and then she like embroiders over the top of it i did a watercolor bit and then i embroidered over the top of it and my hands hurt so either i gotta do it more or i'm doing it in a bad technique who knows could be either um i watched a lot of films the last couple of weeks highly 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 recommend um Oh, what I forget what it's called. It's so bad. I watched so many. I've watched Ready Player One. I really like that. That's a good film if you like sci fi kind of stuff. It's a good one. It's not what I expected, but it's a, it's a quite a good film. Um, watched Toy Story Four, Tear Jerker. It always is. I cried about four times in that film. It's a really good film though. Um, oh, it's the one about oh My Spy. It's called My Spy with Dave Batista. That one's really good. Really good. Even my dad likes that, and he doesn't really like comedy. He liked that one. Um, well, we recently watched Elite. Elite is really good. Um, I'll say there better be another one because I'm upset because I've left it where it can be like there could be another one. So I'm hoping there's another one because um, that's really good. And I know this was really quick, but I haven't really been up to much this week. Uh, I've been just lounging around, chilling, 
watching films hold on oh god um yeah i've been chilling watching films catching those rays guys so yeah that's all i have in into onto the outro Thank you so much for listening. I work really hard on making these and I truly love making them for you to enjoy. I interrupt this outro to tell you to follow me at the Untitled VK on Insta and at the Untitled Nonsense Podcast on Facebook where you can leave a comment, question or topic suggestion. Sameless promotion over. I hope you have an amazing week and I will talk to you more like talk at you. Later. Peace.